And welcome, everyone, to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. Matt, we're starting right at 10 o'clock, which I don't think we actually have in a while. I, yeah, I never actually looked at the time. Yeah, right on 12. That's amazing. Boom. Couldn't have done it better if we tried. Also, uh, apologies for my shitty video quality right there. There's a huge storm in the air right now. Matt is hosting. I didn't have internet an hour ago, and we almost postponed the show, but I didn't want to do that. Yeah, so if there's, like, lag in the stream, it's because I'm actually hosting the Skype call and the stream at the same time, so my internet's, yeah. like, at capacity at the moment. Yeah, we uh, we once again appreciate Matt for all the things he does to make this show happen. I don't know what the fuck is. Well, I know exactly what it is. It's been 32 goddamn degrees here for the last couple <laughs> days, so naturally one extreme leads to another, and there's probably going to be an ungodly thunderstorm soon that's going to fuck with the internet and the towers and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here, whenever it gets really hot, you can guarantee you there's a big storm coming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I really didn't think we'd be able to have one here. It kept going in and out, and I felt like I was like on a, I felt like I was on the frickin' Lost Island trying to get a message to Matt. Matt, if I'm not there at 10, go on without me. I'm not being a dick, Matt. The internet's just not working. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it wouldn't have been the worst, because uh, I could have done what I'm sure everyone else was doing this week, and I could have played more Last of Us 2. Yeah, you could have. You could have finished it like I did. Yo, did you? You've actually beaten it now, so you're on mm -hmm. the other side. Yeah, I'm on the other side, and I'm probably going to go back into it, because the game has a New Game Plus option. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of stuff, because, you know, there's so many branching... Uh, pass and everything there for upgrades. I'm like, there's no way you could do all of this in one pass. No, no. Though you do do a fair lot, which is, uh, which is yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I thought I was definitely, like, because I've been opening the, the safes and stuff, and I thought, mm -hmm. like, oh, surely I've opened them all. Apparently I haven't. Apparently I missed, like, huh. two. Interesting. There's also, like, a lot of stuff, too. They kind of they kind of changed the flow of the game, where the first Last of Us is, you know, very linear and everything. This one, they really prize exploration and scavenging more than anything mm -hmm. else, where it's like, here's, here's your ultimate goal, and here's a bunch of buildings you can investigate along the way. And because I am so, so obsessive-compulsive, you better believe I checked every single one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that first part, you get into, like, the, the like, semi-open world where you've got to go to, like, oh, I've got to go to that dome building mm -hmm. i went and checked every building that was on that map and you mark them off as you go very very fun very fun system i enjoyed that yeah i i think you and i too uh matt we may be in the minority here in that uh we liked the game and i think i'm an even bigger minority i didn't have anything spoiled for me people tried to spoil <laughs> stuff for me left right and center in fact even a fan of this show was like hey did you guys read the spoilers and i'm like no get away from me with those <laughs> we get no. that every we get that every now and then and i'm like i don't care like but why are you sharing that with me i don't care <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, some stuff from the discourse, you know, uh, was inescapable. I know people were like, oh, it's so much darker than the first game. It's so much more morose and brutal. Honestly, at like the 25% mark you were telling me, I don't feel that. I don't think it's particularly any darker than like Children of Men or any other apocalypse no. movie in the same genre. A am I wrong? Does it get more fucked up? I mean, I mean, it kind of, but at the same time, it still stays the same. Like, it's like, it, right. it goes at, like, a logical progression. It's like, of course it went there. I mean, maybe I'm just jaded to all the bloodshed and everything, but when people tell me it's, like, particularly dark and horrifying, I'm thinking they're like, oh, God, you know, is it a human centipede levels? Is it, like, uh, <laughs> a Serbian film levels? No. 
No, no. I, I did find it funny, and I have to agree with Jim Sterling at this, where he says, like, the game was it, it was made to make you feel like it's bad to kill all these people and everything. Mm. And it's like, no, it's it's fun. It's absolutely yeah. fun blowing the leg off a cult member and waiting I, for his friends to come for him so I'm, you can kill gl- them with dynamite. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we agree on this, Matt, because, again, I just got to the point now where you get the mines and everything, and I, I truly think this is the greatest Jason Voorhees game ever made because it's like, ooh, I picked that guy off with an arrow. Ooh, then I rigged his corpse with a landmine. Then I backed off, let his friends blow up, and then came on in with a machete and hacked <laughs> up the rest. And I'm like, dude, forget violence being bad. This is a fucking blast. What are you yeah, talking about? It's fucking awesome. Furthermore, too, I think there's like one time in the game where like one of the mook henchmen was like, oh, please don't. And I'm like, you were trying to kill me a minute ago. Yeah. Of course you're dead. It's yeah. not like she's. It's not like you're killing innocent people or anything. All no. the deaths I've seen so far have been super justified. Either Ellie oh, yeah. protecting herself or protecting someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both sides are both wrong and right. Where it's like, yeah, of course they're going to defend themselves. But of course they're like, they're killers. So you have to kill them. I mean, I suppose you could always justify that it's like, well, even going into that situation, I feel like that's going to be the big theme moving forward, even before I've got there. I'm like, all right, okay, you're trying to say something on the nature of revenge and duality and all this other good stuff. Okay. Also, the PS Vita. I got (laughs) to that part. You know, they were only allowed to include the PS Vita as if it didn't get broken in the game. Which That's is why when, when you kill the person with the PS Vita, it just, like, kind of falls on the ground and stays on. That's fucking hilarious. And it's Hotline Miami in there, mm-hmm. which made me laugh. I'm like, where do I know that song from? <laughs> Now, that's a brutal fucked up game right there, Hotline Miami. And that's with, you know, really uh, low-tier graphics and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I won't spoil much more than that. I've been enjoying uh, The Last of Us 2, which yeah, I guess puts me in the minority. It's a great game. Great game. Yeah. I'm I'm lucky it was not spoiled for me, so I can come in a little fresher, you know, not to not to finger wag the general video game community or anything. But I'm like, was 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 all this hate just born of the fact that you spoiled it for yourself, and then you decided you didn't like it after that, even though mm-hmm. you all still bought it? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, and it, yeah, they all still bought it because it sold like four million copies in the first week or something. So, so I guess nothing changes. I guess life just moves on. And yes, as Zeke in the chat says, Vita means life. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it had a very short life, the Vita. Oh, <laughs> uh, life is fleeting. That's what the Vita teaches us. Uh, what else? What else did you do this week, Matt? Anything fun? Uh, not really. I just kind of like finished up like a couple of TV shows that I'd like started to watch and just kind of like ticking them off my list sort of thing. Nice. I, uh, I wish I got more shows watch. I really haven't. Although I did put four hours aside to, you know, uh, placate the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the inner, the inner drama child inside me. And, oh, thank you, Pat Senior. I saw that my inner drama kid, because I watched, uh, Hamilton for four hours there. And if I may be a Hamilton hipster for a little bit, I listened to the cast recording before I saw the movie. <laughs> well, I, I saw the movie and it's the first time I saw it. And I'd like, obviously heard all, all you yeah. know, the songs and everything. And yeah, I, I liked it. I'm not particularly too into theater and I could see why yeah. people like it so much, but yeah, it was, I thought it was pretty good. King George, yeah, like, uh, like little pieces were really funny. Oh God. He's, he's the fucking best. He, he yeah. owns that shit. He's so good. Uh, yeah. I mean, Hamilton, if you are not a fan 
of musical theater. I don't think it will change your mind, but if you are a fan of musical theater, then you owe yourself to see it. Also, if you have the Disney Plus app, you probably owe it to yourself to see it because they don't get a ton of new content. (laughs) Yeah, no, they don't. This is like the first bit of new content in quite a while. I I saw a a hilarious tweet that I hope comes to pass. It was someone saying, man, you you just know the people at Netflix woke up this morning and they're like, Hamilton did what in viewership? And it's a what? It's a musical? What, really? They just paid to watch their cast record? Seriously? Get get the Hadestown people on the phone. Get anyone on the phone you can. We're buying all the musicals now. Well, I think Netflix tried to buy this because they... The people behind Hamilton optioned it out to all these places, and I think Disney came in and they bought it. Like it cost them ten million to produce this, the Hamilton people, mm. and then they sold it to Disney for like seventy-five million. Right. It probably helped too that uh, Lin Manuel Miranda uh, has a good working relationship mm-hmm. with Disney already because he. I don't know if he wrote the songs for Moana or he did clean up on some of the songs for Moana, but I know he was involved in it. Yeah, he was also in that new Mary Poppins movie. That's right, he was. Man, what a what a fucking story from that guy to be like, yo, I made myself famous because I made the biggest Broadway musical ever. Like, when does that happen? When does someone get famous because of a Broadway musical? <laughs> Like never, that never happens, never, and it's even never. it's even it's even better because do you know like the origin of like how he eventually said, "Oh, I'm going to make a musical about Hamilton." How's that? He did a musical before. I can't remember the name of it, but basically, it was the story of his life, his own life, being an immigrant coming to New York, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And like in the broad strokes, it was exactly the same as Hamilton, but no one gave a fuck about him. So he's like, fine, I bet if I made it about an old white guy, you would all like it. So he made it about Hamilton, and everybody liked it. <laughs> so fucking, fucking good on him, man. Good good on him. But uh, yes, everyone, uh, welcome to the Comic Multiverse. It is a comic book show where we also talk about video games and theater this time, because why not? <laughs> now, now we talk about theater. <laughs> Yeah, I promise that ain't going to be a trend moving forward unless they make another Spider-Man musical. Oh, oh. We, we we should, like, watch that. Like, surely there's, like, a recording of that online somewhere. I, I think there is, Matt, and I think you're right. I think that needs to be everyone's Christmas gift. I think we need to watch <laughs> Spider-Man turn off the dark. You're right. <laughs> oh, man, I bet we could just show it, too. I bet no one would give a shit. Everyone's so nah. embarrassed in that. I bet no one would claim copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, you're on to something. You're a thinking man. You're a genius. That's going to be the next thing, everyone, where Toad's going to do Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Sing sing along if you know the words. What, you don't know the words? Because why would you? But, uh, yes, we actually do have a fair smattering of news uh, that happened in This Week in Comics. There there was basically no new comics this week. I like both DC and Marvel. We're like, eh, we're not really putting anything out this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a, there was a couple of... Um... Uh, DC ones, a couple of cool DC ones, but yeah, there was like, like this was just like one of those weird weeks that you usually get any other time of the year where it's like an odd week. At the end of the month, usually. Also, too, I heard some people saying like, oh, this had something to do with this is the first week that like uh, DC is officially changing mm. over from Diamond, so like that's why. I thought it might be, yeah. But uh, yeah, we actually got a couple more stories there. Actually, did, did, did I write that down? 
In yeah, my news pile. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, we have we have a related story on that, but you'll you'll all have to wait to hear the related story. <laughs> uh, first up, we have the biggest piece of news that hit this week, and honestly, Matt, I didn't believe this was real when I read this. I'm like, <laughs> you're fucking with me. This, there's no way this is real. I know it's it's pretty big. It's pretty big. It seems improbable, not impossible, but improbable, and that is that the alien and the predator are headed to Marvel Comics now. Yeah. In 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 a way, it kind of makes sense since they're 20th Century Fox properties, mm-hmm. and I imagine that also includes the comic rights as well, since they were t- movie first. Yep. So yeah, th- this is this is pretty big. And I'm sure somewhere at Dark Horse, an editor there is just banging his fucking head against the wall. Why? 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 Why don't you just take <laughs> what, what my? What do we have now? <laughs> Why don't you just take my fucking blood while you're at it? <laughs> But yeah, the Predator and the Alien are coming to Marvel, and you're probably thinking, that sounds ridiculous. And then it's like, yeah, people probably thought it was ridiculous when Conan came, but they took really good care of him, and they've been taking really good care of Star Wars in comic form this whole time, that they're even getting a whole new chapter in Star Wars history. And I mean, it's like, fuck, could they do worse than the last couple movies did for these franchises? Yeah, yeah, really. But yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this, not just because of what it could what what stories they could tell just with like the predator and the alien but like they've also sort of hinted at oh yeah they'll probably be involved in the marvel universe as with the art that's now on the screen with the yeah predator and the avengers tower and the alien in the uh in the milano holy shit again that right there that's just a fucking story. The Guardians of the Galaxy investigate a derelict spaceship. Oh no, there's aliens here. They, yeah, you could do so much cool shit. I, I, I said you should. You got to do one where it's like Venom versus the alien, and it's written Ooh. by Donny Cates. You know he'd clean that one up. Ooh, another one. Uh, fucking uh, the Predator goes to the Savage Lands and hunts some shit in the Savage Lands. <laughs> Boom, money please. Yeah, or or the Predator versus Craven. Boom. There you go. Again, money, please. <laughs> Just money, please, for all these ideas. And that that's also crazy, too, because that means, much like Conan, when it comes time again to make movies, it's like, are these are these connected to the Marvel Universe? Maybe, if we want them to be. <laughs> if we want them to be. <laughs> I, I think this, more than anything else, speaks volumes about, you know, where Marvel is at uh, as a company and where Disney's mindset is at. Uh, and that is that you know the future it, it, it will not be paid with go- paved with gold it will be paved with intellectual properties he who <laughs> controls all the intellectual properties will control the world even if they're intellectual properties that have been stagnating for years just the fact that you have the predator and being like yo the predator can show up here now and the alien can show up here now people will lose their goddamn mind yeah uh, like holy shit like it, it's pretty awesome what they would be able to do this and also like does this mean we can also hopefully maybe get like some star wars stuff with that because like oh you could do some like really cool shit with this like have like like boba fett go up against the predator man that's the stuff fan fiction's made also thank you dick champion for that (laughs) also i'm happy i got to say the word dick champion (laughs) uh it's worth getting demonetized on youtube dick champion (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, I reviewed the new uh, Doom Patrol episode this week, which was called Sex Patrol, and like, fucking God help me, I have to put that in a tag. YouTube's just waiting to take money out my <laughs> goddamn pocket. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, how are people going to review this episode? <laughs> it's, it's very, very... Uh, you won't be able to monetize that. <laughs> also, Robot Man's taking robo-ecstasy, so goddamn, we got sex and drugs in the same episode. Fuck. <laughs> and dancing with sex demons. Yeah, really, it's just, just just impossible, man. Also, you showed the female orgasm on screen, which we <laughs> scrutinize much harder than anything else for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. No yellow check marks for you. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, Alien and Predator in the Marvel Universe is friggin' sick, and it seems to be that they're even more in than Conan is in right now, because the deal with Conan is is that there's, like, a trust, like, the Conan creative trust mm -hmm. that oversee what the character does, where he goes, and basically they entered in a deal with Marvel where it's like, well, you guys have a great infrastructure and people like your characters and everything. Let us, let you write Conan, and then if we don't like it, we can take it back and we'll just, like, keep re-upping this deal every year. Yeah, yeah. This seems like, yeah, this was like a wholesale sort of deal. Yeah. Where they just, like, get the characters, and I guess maybe, like, the people who created them maybe get, like, a credit or something. Assuming they even still own them to begin with. That's always the dirty secret of Hollywood. The people yeah. who make the stuff you love rarely retain ownership. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, here would be some crazy shit. It's getting to the point now where Marvel has so many characters from other places they could create a team that's literally just the Predator, the Alien, Conan, <laughs> Ultraman from the Tokusetsai stuff in Japan. <laughs> I'm trying to think who's another weird-ass person that they own. Uh, well, technically the Men in Black because they own Malibu Comics, so there you yeah, go. I'd say maybe, I mean, maybe Angela. She's technically a Spawn character. There you go. We put them all together on one team, and it's, their logo is just a middle finger, just a <laughs> fuck you, we own these. We own they're your called, life. They're called the intellectuals. The int oh my god, there you go. The, the dark web intellectuals. <laughs> man, I fucking love that, Matt. That's, that's a million dollar idea right there. By God, it's it's happening, dude. It's like, get Jerry Duggan off Savage Avengers, get him writing this shit. <laughs> Yeah, this could be like the new. This is the third chapter of his, um, of their uh, No Road Home uh, saga that they're yes. telling. Yes. Like, and now oh the Predator God. is now involved somehow. Oh my God! What what do you call that? We had uh, No Surrender, No Road Home, No No Scream in Space. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Some. Oh my God! The next one. It's a. Co it's even more cosmic. And yes, the Predator and the <laughs> Alien are involved somehow, and that's how we like get it all in there. <laughs> that's fucking amazing oh my god i'm so excited like i shouldn't be because it's just like yo more intellectual property under one hand i'm like yo but fucking the predator though now i wonder if this actually only includes like the alien and the predator like we're not gonna have like a comic where suddenly like arnold schwarzenegger's dutch shows mm. up to like aid mm. the avengers or something which would be pretty fucking dope in that, that would regard. be pretty fucking cool he recently that came back in that new predator game that's right, and he's like a cyborg. Also, too, when we stop and think about it, there's, like, whole worlds of stuff in the Alien and Predator comic that, like, never made it into the movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's definitely places they could take it with that one. But, yeah, honestly, I'm just excited at the prospect of reading an Alien slash Predator story that might actually be good. Yeah, the, the one thing, though, I'm really disappointed at is that Dark Horse are recently going to do a... um. 
a Predator book that was uh, based on the original screenplay where the Predator was, like, oh. a weird, like, praying mantis creature sort of thing. <laughs> um, but uh, because of this, that actually got cancelled, which is a shame because apparently they'd already done three issues. Like, they already had three issues ready to print. Oh, that's a shame. I'm sure it'll sit in a drawer somewhere till they're allowed to put it out again. Yeah. Someone in the chat said, uh, the alien queen versus the brood queen. Who would win? Exactly who? <laughs> Probably the alien. They're they're going to let you pay three ninety nine to find out the answer to that question. You better <laughs> goddamn believe it. <laughs> Trust me, every every matchup, every question you has, Marvel has already thought, and you can pay for it. And it also costs like the alien like inherits uh, traits of like its of who it like bursts out of the chest. You could have like mutant aliens, so, like aliens that like have like fucking Wolverine claws, or like like inhuman aliens, or something like that. Or just a healing factor. If the alien yeah. got oh, a healing God. factor. <laughs> Oh my god. That's 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 the event Marvel Alienation. <laughs> oh my god. The Xenomorph comes to Earth and it bursts out of Deadpool, so now it has a healing factor, but they're also really annoying sometimes. <laughs> and then so they have to get a team together of everyone that has healing factors led by Wolverine and they send them into the alien nest to blow it up and it's fucking cool. <laughs> There you go, it comes out of Wolverine, so it's got, like, its skin is now, like, adamantium silver, and it's, like, it's 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 just fucking uh, immortal, basically. Matt, everything we say is just, <laughs> just, just, just too much, man. <laughs> what we're saying is the sky is the limit. Oh my god, then the Predator joins the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> he gets an Iron Man armor. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. It's like Predator's technology is high tech compared to everything else in the world. But if Iron Man fought the Predator, Iron Man would be like, "Oh, that's cute. You have a little, you have a little <laughs> thing you throw." Aww. Yeah. Oh, you've got a wrist nuke. Oh. I started with that when I was twelve. <laughs> Oh, man. And then, like, Iron Man just totally beats the piss out of the Predators, so the Predator gets, like, his own Rocky montage where he's got to train to be better, <laughs> faster, stronger. <laughs> he goes to Kun Lun and learns the immortal Iron Fist. Uh, hearts on fire, strong. <laughs> and then they, of course, buy the rights to the Rocky character, and then, you know... <laughs> have Rocky fight him on the moon. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, who who does own the rights? I'm assuming Sylvester Stallone owns the rights to Rocky oh, yeah. still. He does, because he's still writing movies for the character. And Sylvester Stallone is in the Marvel Universe now, so, I mean... <laughs> they just put that in his next contract. Hey, Sly, we're getting you for the next Guardians. Just sign on the dotted line. Ha-ha, we own Rocky now. <laughs> you can have Rambo still. No one cares. Uh... <laughs> Though, Punisher versus John Rambo, though. Hmm. We're full of ideas, Marvel. You just need to call us. Yeah, really. We'll happily break. Oh, God, you know when this news came in, freaking all those writers were tripping over themselves. I have a bitch. I have a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been writing this since I was 13. Listen to me. I have a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving on from this, because Matt and I could fucking talk about this shit all day long. Uh, we have another piece of news, although not too far from the Marvel cosmic scene, and that is they're teasing another new event that's going to be spinning out of the pages of the Venom book. They haven't said how big it is, but they've said Null. Null is coming. He's coming big, and he's coming strong. 
and it's already leaking a little bit on the screen as you can see <laughs> yeah he's uh obviously this is like going to be a follow-on from like absolute carnage and all that sort of mm. stuff where we actually saw the like giant weird cosmic dragon null just yep. obliterating planets on his way to earth so this is clearly going to be a whole universe problem yeah and i imagine this is probably going to come right at the end of empire it's going to be the thing they're going yeah. to like finish up with i imagine i could see it happen where we get the whole empire story and like all the people involved in empire the kree the scrolls all of them have to team up mm. to fight null and maybe everyone will get a good guy symbiote mm -hmm. because why would you not why would you do this story <laughs> if not to give everyone their own power ranger symbiote set yeah all, all different colors mm, exactly there you go so so null is coming in 2020 he's coming hard and unlike when bendis was coming you might be satisfied when this is all said <laughs> and done because because by and large johnny cates has been writing a pretty solid venom book and you know i'm cool with letting him take the reins on the next big event yeah he seems to love the characters so like yeah why not sure does sure does uh what else do we got going on here uh oh so again w i mentioned dark horse before and i mentioned diamond and the weird labyrinthian uh distribution deal that's going on right now but dark horse this week was the first to kind of pick their head up under out of the sand and say uh, what a lot of us have been waiting to hear from all these companies, and that is that Dark Horse, despite everything that's going on, is vowing to stay with Diamond. Yeah, well, like, who else are they going to go with? I imagine that now that they've lost, like, Alien and Predator, they've lost, like, a huge, like, chunk of their, like, uh, revenue, I guess. So, like, they probably don't have enough money to, like, make their own. Now, the funny thing about this article is, you know, they're talking to the president of Dark Horse, whose name escapes me at the moment, but, you know, the, the headline of this seeks to say, yeah, we're staying with Diamond through thick and thin, we're gonna go down with the shit, man, we ride or die for Diamond, motherfucker. Although, if you actually read the article, it's more like, you know, oh, we're, we're, we're assessing, and we're looking, and, you know, and we're trying to understand from multiple different sides, and, you know, for, for, this t for the time being, you know, we, 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 we have no plans to move away uh, from Diamond, but, uh, uh, you know, every day is a new day, and, you know, if opportunities present themselves. So, basically, it's a wait-and-see approach they're taking. Isn't, like, the comic in industry so weird with stuff like this? Because, like, like we've got, we got DC who just who's doing those DC Digital first books, and they seem to be doing very well because we're getting new ones almost every week. Uh, yeah, new they're, they're new books and everything. So, like, it, it's just so weird that, like, other companies don't want to admit that that was right of them to do like that they don't want to admit that they were wrong in saying oh digital is wrong digital we yeah. can't do these books digital yet you clearly can and there is an audience for them it's it's almost like it's everything we fans have been yelling at for a long time now and uh thank you uh for following uh in the chat right there i just saw that it's almost like what we fans have been yelling about forever and that is like yes we know you don't want to hurt mom and pop shops yada 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 but the mom and pop shop won't make it out of our lifetime in fact as we've seen with the coronavirus most of these mom and pop shops mm -hmm. probably aren't going to make it the next couple months no no which that's really horrible and that hurts me because i have had some very nice memories uh, in comic shops, but it was a bad business model that was never going to survive. And now, due to extenuating, world-changing, virus-related circumstances, we've seen that, yeah, 
the comic shop model was not working and there are better avenues now like the DC digital uh, market that has done so well they're actually adding books to it now yeah and adding books that like wouldn't survive in a physical realm Media, like yeah. like the the uh, the one I read about like Green Lantern and now like the Legion of Superheroes stuff like stories like that wouldn't survive uh, in the physical realm but in digital they have a market because they can reach more people and it's shit that people want. People want to read yeah. Legion of Superheroes that feel like the old stuff. People want to read an old-timey Titans. People want to read The Spectre if they can. Shit, mm-hmm. they put out a goddamn Scooby-Doo one, which made yeah. me laugh. I'm like, really? Yeah. So, yeah, digital is working. Everything is changing. Uh, I mean, I think people only mention this Dark Horse thing because they really want to hear what Marvel is going to do is the big mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, we know Marvel cancelled, like, or, like, cut down, like, one-third of their books, stuff, and it's very obvious, because I think, like, this week they had, like, one book. Yeah. And I think I think next week's a little bit more, because I know, like, like my, my X-Men's are starting back up, which is good. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's just so strange that, like, they have been so quiet in, in all of this and done literally nothing. They're probably doing their due diligence, too. They probably have their money men and accountants looking into yeah. it, and they're like, okay, can we get our own infrastructure going now that DC has partnered with Midtown Comics and done all this other stuff? We can't do the same thing they did, or at least not at the same volume, so I don't know. They'd be smart to, like, I think I'm sure I've said it before, they'd be smart to, like, say, like, hey, we have Disney+, Plus. we'll open, like, a new, like, comic section in association with, like, Marvel Unlimited mm. and, like, put out, like, like specialty books on there and stuff. Right. It is one of those weird situations where it's like, God damn it, we have so many things now. Uh, we, we've got our shit tied up <laughs> in so many different deals, we probably have to wait for certain deals to lapse. Yeah. That's the other thing, too, because I know DC said no right around the time I think their contract was up anyway, and I, I don't know if DC and Marvel are on the same timetable for re-signing. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm wondering, too, is Marvel just waiting and bi- biding time until their uh, contract is up? Probably, maybe. Because if they were going to leave, they're not going to cause like a major stir or a major panic in the industry by going like, oh, yeah, we're leaving, too. Yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd wait and see. They're probably waiting for the deal to lapse and then waiting for, like, maybe, like, a quarterly report from, like, DC and, like, how their sales went without mm. and, like, kind of compare them. And from an image point of view, too, I'm sure Marvel doesn't want to be the bad guy. They don't want to be the one being like, oh, you know, you, by your leaving, you killed Diamond and, you know, you hurt all these stores and da-da-da-da-da. I'm sure they don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Though eventually it's like ripping off a Band-Aid. You're going to have to be that guy eventually. Yeah. I mean, just friggin' points to DC for being the first one through that door. I was not expecting them to do that. No, no, not at all. Especially, you know, at a day and age where it's like, DC, I'm not loving a lot of your books right now, but good good business choice, guys. <laughs> now, uh, now give me more things I want to read that's not just like Suicide Squad. <laughs> And the new Batman, I guess. And anything Tom Taylor is doing. In fact, Dead Planet 3 comes out this week, doesn't it? Yep. So that's good. So look forward to that. Uh, speaking of DC News, and I was, that leads us to a topic, Matt, that I uh, I feel you and I almost wished into existence when we <laughs> talked about it last week. Then literally a day after that, I saw Twitter blowing up, and I'm like, huh, you, dr- <laughs> you dream it, you do it. Yeah, yeah. 
So, Scott Lobdell took to Instagram uh, last week. I guess it's last week now because it's Sunday. And he wrote a very teary, very wistful goodbye, saying what I think a lot of people had already rumored that he will be done with Red Hood as of issue 50. And this caused quite a few stirs amongst Twitter, where a lot of the women that he has been sexually harassing over the years within the industry are like, uh, bull fucking shit that he gets to do this to me and then leave under his own power. Because, I mean, obviously, <laughs> as we'd seen with Cameron Stewart and Warren Ellis and a bunch of other people in the comic industry, you know, there was a real conceited effort there to be like, hey, let's maybe try and do something about all the sex perverts in our industry, of which Lovedell has always been known to be one. It's no yeah. secret. And people kept calling amount like why are these people getting cancelled when scott lodell is right there and we've known about him for months people have known about him for years like yeah. and why is he still why he should have been like the first to go yeah yeah he should have been why does he get to finish his book under his own power and leave under his own terms uh if i had to guess probably the fact that again he's friends with bob harris a man whose last name if you had dyslexia would literally read bob harass <laughs> That's neither here nor there. I just thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure a friendship with Bob Harris helped him and has helped him for the better part of a decade again. DC has employed a well-known abuser for at least a <laughs> decade now. Fucking oops. Also, too, this idea, too, of being like, you're done, you're fired, but you're soft fired. Finish the work you had done for us because this still makes money and we want to make money. <laughs> Off Red Hood actually reminds me very much uh, to the two other times this happened. Eddie Berganza from the Superman office where they more just like stealthily let him go after like years worth of accusations against him. Mm -hmm. They still let him finish up and perhaps the other uh, much more, uh, what is it, M much more well-known case, although the specifics were a little different. Uh, a man whose name rhymes with Schman Schmiver who also got soft-fired in the finish what you're doing for us and then we're just not going to hire you again and the fact that we're not going to hire you basically means no one else in the industry is going to hire you right now and that kind of seemed to be why he was being so wistful and so whiny mm -hmm. in his big Instagram goodbye there. He's like, oh, I'm finishing up my freelance work and da 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 I'm like, you're never getting hired anywhere else, are you? This is the end yeah. for you. The funniest thing is he wrote a line there about like, oh, I wrote a story about like a damaged man. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, you're talking about yourself here. You're not talking about like the characters. This is yourself talking. Yeah. His exact words were, you know, a damaged man who was trying to be better and everything. Like, a uh, big fucking problem right there, Scotty. Jason Todd was not a victimizer. He was a victim. He didn't choose to get killed with a crowbar. He didn't choose to be brought back to life by the Lazarus Pit. Just like all those women you sexually harassed also didn't ask for it. I know consent is a problem for you, but let's learn. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it felt very like me, 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 and yeah, it, it it sucks that he gets to like finish up. But yeah, as you said, like he he basically says he's he's retiring on his own terms, and uh, like oh no, you you mean you're just not going to get hired by anyone? You're going to become yeah, fucking you, comic pro, comic gate idiot yeah, or something. Guy, yeah, I know. Like, what's what's the over under on that, Matt? What's what's our ETA on that? How much money you want to throw down? He's going to start a YouTube channel or a podcast mm -hmm. soon. Oh, we'll see. Like a uh, what is it? A fucking uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter or something for some fucking right wing comic that 
it's, oh, it's a parody yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> uh, of course. It's it, it, it's my new thing, the crimson hoodie. It's very different. <laughs> it's very different, and I need $50,000 now and $50,000 later, and maybe I'll give you a pin, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll give you a book. Maybe, I don't know, if I feel like it. I don't know, something like that. Something like that, I don't know. Again, he's no spring chicken. Again, the dude was in the industry for a very long time, mm-hmm. assuming that he saved his money, which I, I don't fucking know if he did. Again, the way I was always told is that he charged like 20 bucks for signatures at signings. Oh, fuck him, man. Who would want $20 know. Scotland Dell Where signature? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> if you were a big fan of his X-Men, but it's like, dude, that was like over 20 fucking years ago now. You peaked over 20 years ago. <laughs> Here's, here's the other thing that gets me, where he's like, oh, I'm ending my freelance status. I'm like, you you wrote, like, over a hundred issues of Red Hood as a freelancer? <laughs> Whoa. Also, too, where it's like, what what the fuck is wrong with DC that they could never get anyone else on this book? For real? Like, no one else had a Jason Todd pitch? Yeah, I don't, would it was it a case of that or is it a case like oh this is doing like well for us we don't want to upset the apple cart sort of thing if they bring in a new writer people won't uh want to read it or anything it will be interesting now to see like like mm. the drop off or like what what is the drop off on that book now like well, when, when we inevitably get like a new number 1 uh, well, what you said actually did happen ever so briefly. James Tynan took over the book and did an arc, and it was the only time I actually bothered reading it. And yeah, he was off, and then Labdell came right back and stuck with it for like a long yeah. time. It's so strange. I'm like, how the fuck did this guy get to be so indispensable from this character? I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's it's very strange. Was it one of those things, too, where, like, Harris and, like, all the people who were protecting him for this long were like, okay, let's just put him in this little corner where he can't hurt anyone mm-hmm. and he can't do yeah, nothing. We'll just It's not put too him important here. to everything else, you know. It's just its yeah. own fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, because, like, whenever they would do, like, big meetings and everything, he, he would never come out on stage. They'd never bring him out in public. Mm-hmm. Even if the book was doing good, almost like other people were embarrassed of him as they probably should have been. <laughs> But yeah, it, it will be interesting now because yeah, I might actually start picking up Red Hood for the first time in a decade. Who who would you like to see take over the book, Matt? Maybe put it in a new direction. Uh, well, literally anyone can do that <laughs> for real. But I I would like I can't remember whether I said this on Twitter or not, but I'd like to see like like Jason do something else, become yeah. something else, get rid of the fucking Red Hood attire, like persona and mo- evolve, be something else. He's He's been the same thing for over, I don't know how many fucking years, just evolve. Oh, yeah. Shit, when Morrison teased him becoming the new wingman, and I liked the wingman costume a lot. Yeah, do something like that. Do do anything else. Hey, you know what he should be? He should be a real advocate against sexual harassment. Whoever writes him next, that should be the first arc. Red Hood going around and fucking up a bunch of sexual harassers in the workplace. Yeah, a bunch of sexual predators and pedophiles and stuff. <laughs> Just some guy, like, what is it, with Smarties on a fishing line and everything in a trench coat, and Red Hood comes out in the alley and starts pistol whipping him. No, no, no. <laughs> Well, then he just becomes Rain Wilson, doesn't he, in that movie? <laughs> I also said that now that he's done, we can finally actually maybe get some proper Bizarro stuff. And this oh. New 52 one that for some reason is still around can just How? fuck off. 
that he stuck around and that Labdell gave up writing him in Bizarro speak like halfway in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, how fucking lazy are you that you can't write goddamn Bizarro speak? I wish I could write Bizarro speak. <laughs> so yeah, there's your Red Hood news, everyone. Also, hello, Kirk. I see him in the chat. <laughs> yeah, ag- agreed, Kirk. It might be time to bring back Winnick. You're 100% right. The guy who created the character, did the miniseries, gave him his direction, and, uh, yeah, has not been seen at DC in a while. That that would get me back on board, and I think a lot of other people, too. Yeah, get, get fucking Winnick back. Yeah, I'm sure he's probably got something for the character. I'm sure he's chomping at the bit, too, to be like, yeah. all right, here's all this stupid stuff we can do away with. Yeah, get rid of all these other shitty characters around him and just focus on Red Hood. Get rid of the is outlaws. He, yeah, is he still in Gotham? I would, like, literally move him to another city. I, uh, you know, I, I, haven't, I haven't been paying attention to any of that book, so I have no fucking idea. Yeah, move him to, like, China or South Korea or, like, somewhere. Like, move him Ooh. to Jamaica. Have him fight crime <laughs> on an island somewhere. <laughs> oh, that might not look good. A white guy coming to save all, all the Jamaicans, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's something that's, would do. <laughs> that's... It's like Jason gets there, it's like, ah, oh, finally, a fresh start to fight. Mm, the optics here are bad. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, send him to Russia. Yeah, yeah. He's got red in his name. There you go. There you there go. You, you could go. Se- you could send him out after like, like like KG Beast for like what he did to like Dick. Yeah, there's a story. Who? Why the fuck didn't we tell that story? That's a good story. <laughs> oh, but no. Remember, King killed KG oh. Beast. Maybe. <laughs> right, right. He left him in the snow, dying. Damn. There's yeah, places yeah. you could go with the character. Is all I'm saying. And again, <laughs> the fact that they like left this character in the hands of like such a lackluster writer for like over a decade like they did then you give him to someone like uh fucking taylor and taylor knocks it out of the goddamn park and unkillables again lodell wasn't like writing the character so much as like he was just like oh there's this guy people like he's got this he uses the guns and he's got a, a leather vest he was capitalizing on like the look basically yes a boba fett situation yeah, it's like we'll yeah. just draw this character like this and people will buy it yeah, I would like that a lot, but you know we can't we, we can't spend the whole day talking about Red Hood, even though we would if we could, because <laughs> Matt and I have lots of feelings apparently. Uh, again, you mentioned Boba Fett, Matt, and that's actually an excellent segue because the Mandalorian will be coming to your comic book page very soon. Well, not just comic books, art books, novels. There, there's an actual yeah. novel coming out for him uh, very soon. And yeah, this is this is damn cool. I wish, kind of wish it happened before the show, but I can see why it didn't because mm. it'd be too spoilery. I think. And, and they had to make sure that he was a hit. And now you know, <laughs> Din, Din, Din. That's his name, right? I keep calling him the Mandalorian, but I know he actually does have a name. Yeah. So now that we know Din is a hit, now that we know the child is a hit, it's time to flesh out their adventures because this is Star Wars and we need to flesh out every minute of your life from birth to death now. <laughs> yes, every minute. And then every minute of like that person you bumped into in the cantina, he he went yes. on to like, I know, destroy the Death Star or something. I don't fucking know. <laughs> sure, why not? It's all there. He was it's a force, force, force powered droid or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, shit, this would be a good way, too, to be like, hey, it's the Mandalorian meets Dr. Aphra. Hey, it's the Mandalorian meets all these mm. other characters we've set up in the new universe. Yes, yes. And then you could do stories. I, I think we even talked about this, where I'd like to see stories from, like, 
uh, like IG-11 and Kara Dune. Mm. Kara as like an, a rebel shock trooper. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun too. I'd be all about that. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll, uh, again, this would probably be a good opportunity, too, for them to fill in the blanks in between the fall of the Empire and the rise of the <laughs> First Order and everything. Yeah. Which is a very cool time frame. I love, uh, what is it, uh, ex-Imperials as, like, shitty slumlord warlords and everything with their dirty it's cool. armor. It's cool. Yeah, they can't even afford to clean up their armor. There's definitely some cool shit you could do there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so good on this. I'm excited for this, and I guess this will assumedly tie us over until season two. Well, yeah, well, well, season two comes out in a couple of months. So I, if those books start coming out in a couple of months, which I don't think they are, I think they're coming wow. out around the time season two is out. Right, right. Okay, maybe. Yeah, re- really? Is it only a couple months? Yeah, October. October. Really? Man. Yeah. Wow. And I guess it comes out episodically, too. Yeah. Again, we can dust off the old Disney Plus app. It ain't just for Hamilton anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's it. That yeah, that's the thing. I probably won't use it until then, and unless they decide to like drop any of these Marvel shows, which could always uh, happen. Yeah, that's kind of in a bit of limbo now. It's like, well, some had to be refilmed, some had to be edited. We don't know. <laughs> Man, when's Lin Manuel Miranda gonna show up in the Star Wars universe? What's he gonna play? <laughs> I'm sure there's old... been talks. I'm sure oh, there's been talks. Oh, one hundred. He's in. He's in Star Wars. He's in Rise of Skywalker. That's right. He uh, he needs to play an old jizz whaler down on his luck. <laughs> yeah, man, I used to pack the cantinas back in the day, man. But they just they just don't care about the jizz anymore, man. Yeah, back I when music jizz was like music. no one business. <laughs> Like, literally, that's just a whole, like, 30 minutes of just jizz jokes over and over again. You you, you know, Mando, I can teach you the secret of the jizz. Come back with me to my place. (laughs) There you go, Din. You're making sweet jizz now. (laughs) Look, YouTube, you can't can't demonetize all this jizz talk because I'm only talking about the type of jazz that exists in the Star Wars universe. God damn it. It's canon, and you can't take it away from us. We will take this jizz to our grave. <laughs> oh, good stuff. This is th- this is also why Disney won't call us. Well, we got a spec strip. It was nothing but an episode-long jizz joke. <laughs> I mean, Lin-Manuel was up for it is the thing, but, like, we can't put this out. Can't in good conscience. <laughs> also, thanks, Super Dandy. I would give it simple with Ahsoka. Cannibal Field's going to be uh, confused, folks who didn't see Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm interested in that too. Now that you know Filoni is, I guess, swinging his big creative dick a little bit to get all these extra uh, Rebels and Clone War connective tissues. Yeah, I could see it confusing people, but I think maybe they'll probably do like a quick explanation of who she is and sort of mm. like, a, if you want to find more, go watch this stuff. Or if they do their job right, they don't need any explanation. It's just like, hey, here's a cool lady. You know mm-hmm. they did a whole show about her, y'all. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's how Star Wars used to be, where it's like, hey, this guy who showed up in the background, you know he has, like, six comics written about him, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, walrus man. <laughs> oh, the adventures you've been on. <laughs> oh, Wildrow Hood and his ice cream maker. Oh, the things we could tell you about Zuckus. 
Uh, that is still to this day one of my favorite Patton Oswalt bits. Oh, the things I can tell you about Suckus. <laughs> oh, you know, Dengar's ship is also a converted Corellian cruiser. Beep! <laughs> <laughs> they should just send me to people in hospice care just to tell them about Star Wars so they can die. <laughs> just to end this conversation. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm a fan and we've had those conversations too where it's like, leave your body seymour just leave yeah. your body <laughs> uh and on that note everyone we can actually head to the next piece of news and that is uh hey judge dread the mega city experience is opening in london in 2021 and i know that's a confusing headline is that is that a ride is that an escape room or are they just vowing that london will look like mega city yeah. in the year 2021 that's, which at this rate could very possibly be true yeah no that's the thing yeah they've just installed all the judges and like the, the littlest <laughs> crime is going to get you sent to the iso cubes fucking boris johnson man we knew it was only a matter of time when he's like i liked this book let's do this that's the thing it started out as like like a um like a stunt like a like oh it's like an escape room thing and so like hey like this could actually be like a good good use of like police (laughs) police funds let's actually do this man it's like judge dread read the fucking room maybe maybe (laughs) now is not the time for you Only in London are they like, oi, we're gonna fucking do it now, Mega City One. <laughs> Why not? Also, this this is done at like what is it, the uh the Crystal Theater, the Crystal I guess it's like an event space. I don't really understand what it is. Yeah, it, I guess it's like one of those kind of like like Galaxy's Edge or something, where it's like an interactive yeah. world, like pop up world or something. I, yeah, why Judge Dredd of all play? This is like a miserable world. For real. Hey, kids, escape the drudgery of your terrible post-apocalyptic dystopian you live in now and go to this fictional dystopia. <laughs> Boy, at least we don't have it bad as them yet. Yep. <laughs> you it's know, a trial I used to... run. It's just in a small area of the population. If it works, it's going to expand. It's, it's like the first purge where it's like, yeah, well, we got to do a test one. And, you know, we got to start taking notes and shit. Yep. Also, people are saying the video is chugging a little bit. Sorry about that, everyone. Again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, my internet's a little fucked up. Hopefully when we re-upload this later, it'll be better. Yeah, I've got good stream quality, so... That's good. But yeah, I I would love to visit Mega City 1 and do the Judge Dredd experience. Not now, though. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, now is not a very good time. You go in there and, like, you've got corona. That's Uh, 20 years in the ISO cubes or death. (laughs) Time to take the long walk into, what's it called, the the blighted earth or the blasted earth? Yeah, the cursed earth, yeah. The cursed earth. Uh, It's all kind of feeling like the cursed earth a lot recently. (laughs) Yeah, do you run out of, like, the the mega city, like, where it is and just get, like, immediately eaten by cannibals? (laughs) Ah, they're just Geordies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're just soccer hooligans <laughs> oh this ride is so realistic <laughs> uh but yeah everyone so also too for 2021 i'm like oh that's so that's so brave of you that's so that's so cute you think we'll be able to actually go outside still in 2021 yeah no the hyper violent meth addicted alligators are going to get us before <laughs> then that's and a then real the thing mer- by the way I know, I saw. And the Florida brain parasites. No, that's yes. also a thing. <laughs> yeah, don't go swimming in warm lakes, people. 
Which, man, when they talked about that, where it's like, yeah, we found a new, like, horrifying brain parasite in Florida. I'm like, must, must fight urge to say that explains a lot. Must fight urge to say that explains when a I, lot. When I saw that story, I was like, yeah, of course it's Florida. Oh, why not? Why, why, of course. To, uh, to quote a show a lot of people don't like, Big Mouth, uh, I believe uh, Nick Kroll said that uh, Florida, it's America's glory hole. <laughs> And he was right. <laughs> and yes, I know we have fans from Florida. Hey, you guys are cool. Trust me, I still want to go to Disneyland at some point. <laughs> Not now, obviously. <laughs> Speaking of theme parks, do you believe they fucking opened Disneyland up again now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I watched a whole video on, like, all the new rules and regulations they have to, like, try and keep people safe and everything. I'm like, that's cool. Thank you for trying to keep people safe. But, like... Fuck, why would you go now? Why would you bring yeah. your family now? Yeah, I, I have no idea what the these states in America are doing. The same it's the same here, We're like all our states are good except for one. Mm. One is like holding us back and the whole state is on <laughs> lockdown and no other states are letting any people from that state in. There's there's one in every family, I guess. I wonder <laughs> who the Canadian one is, because like here in Ontario, we're starting to get it under control. In fact, I think I read an article today that there was like we had the lowest number of cases mm -hmm. uh ever just this week and like no one has died in a couple days so that's actually pretty good and it looks like we're getting on top of it yeah which is good but again you know it's always like the second wave or oh someone else fucked it up because they had a had a goddamn fourth of july party or something yeah had a party or yeah went out clubbing or something god damn it where it's like you know you pe I, I hate to say you people but you people <laughs> <laughs> Like, you are the definition of you're rooted for the rest of us. <laughs> you know, I'd actually like to go back to the movies at some point, you know, outside. I'd like to, you know, go get groceries and not have to wipe them down with a bleach wipe when I'm done. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this. I want to get back to the fucking gym because apparently, you know, I can go as keto as I want. But if I'm not getting any exercise, that doesn't help. <laughs> uh, For real, though. I, I, I did look up a recipe for keto popsicles, though. I think I'm going to do that Oh, next. nice. Nice. It's like, it's like coconut milk, stevia, and some other <laughs> shit. I, I actually need popsicle molds, and I guess I need sticks, too. But, I mean, hey, there's there's something I can do that will keep me inside a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I had crazy thoughts of eating out for my birthday. Ooh, uh, no. Right. For, <laughs> no. Phrasing, I know. Uh, looks like I'll be sticking in there and uh, playing Ghost of Tsushima for everyone, which uh, <laughs> I, I, I know I talked about that. I, I guess that's a Thursday. Uh, what is it? The 16th Falls. Yeah, the 16th Falls on a Thursday uh, that week. But maybe I'll just wait for the 17th and then that'll be my uh, birthday stream there if everyone wants to come by and say hey. Nice. Yeah, I got to play the shit out of that game. I'm trying to finish some games before I like mm. I like do that. Just like ticking some off my list. Just yeah. before I get into that, because that's just going to, like, take up my whole time until, like, I guess, like, the next big game's like, Avengers? That's still coming out in September, isn't it? Does it really? I, I mean, I keep thinking about Cyberpunk in uh, November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Avengers comes out before Cyberpunk. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> it, well, it it didn't before, but then Cyberpunk kept getting it, pushed back. Right, got moved around and everything. Well, again, we know there's going to be some cool co-op shit, so we'll both have to get Avengers and enjoy that. Absolutely. 
And uh, I guess with that, that's the end of the news for this week. And as we said, they didn't really put out any new books this week. Did you Did you have anything to talk about, Matt? Did you have anything you wanted to bring to the people's um, attention? Um, well, we did have that, dece- that f- deceased issue. That ca- yes, we did. Uh, the, uh, was it Hope at World's End issue four? Three, yes, it four? Was yeah. It was, I just read it before we started, actually. Yeah, it was a good issue. It introduced two of Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad characters who are probably going to die horrible deaths. Man, I loved that, and I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, oh, you clever boy, bringing in your new original characters here. Does that mean that they're going to live in this book and die in Suicide Squad, or die in Suicide Squad and live here? Yeah, well, what's really interesting is he only brought two of them here. There's no word on, like, the other ones. I'm like, oh, so are they all, like, dead? Is this before they ended up joining together, or...? Yeah, what's, uh, what's the timeline here? What's the break-off point? Mm, yeah, we also get some really cool Superman moments where he he, he he tells Damien to become the new Batman. I really like that. That scene was so good, and the fact that that like, story is juxtaposed with one with the Suicide Squad characters, I really think Taylor had written that Damien and Superman scene for the original deceased, but had to cut it for time, so he put it mm. here. Yeah, yeah. Cause, yeah, yeah, well, all... yeah, because this is like all the all like the in between stuff of those issues. Because like Superman's still alive in this, and this is all between deceased issues. Yeah, and it all eventually builds up to Damien putting on the bat suit and you know becoming the new Batman, and it's really great too because both like uh, Clark and Damien bond over the mutual fact that they both buried their fathers recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Damien even saying that he liked Parkhead, because how could you not like Parkhead? Yeah, I liked it. I like, he's like, I liked him because he was old school and genuine. Mm. That was yeah. very... The, the, the fact that he said he was genuine, I felt like he was seconds away from going all Holden Caulfield on and being <laughs> like, yeah, he, he, he was the real deal in a world full of phonies. <laughs> It's like you little psycho which even superman says that i didn't think you could fit so much cynicism in a 12 year old body <laughs> just just real fun shit and then it's like you made even more sad because it's like oh because we know because we read the same thing john will have to bury his father by the time all of this is over too yeah well yeah i'm sure we'll get into that in the next in dead planet which starts this week so yeah yes Yes, yes, it does. Good, good. T- and, I, and I guess Hope at World's End is going to keep going because they it's haven't still got dealt issues. With- yeah, I think it's up to seven issues. Yeah, because they haven't dealt with this whole anti-life war thing. I'm like, I guess it's going to keep going while Dead Planet keeps going. Yeah, I always thought that it was going to end in a way that transitions over into Dead Planet. Same. But but yeah, I guess I guess it's just going to be like a kind of prequel story to it. I mean, that's cool. I'm enjoying it, and Tom Taylor's writing the fuck out of it, so why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess, too, because, you know, we're not at a full time yet, and that was really the only new book we read this week. Hey, let's do something we haven't done in a little bit. Let's take some questions from the chat. Take some questions. How's how's everyone doing here? We got we got everyone here. We got uh, Bastille, we got Kim, we got Fully Cooly God, and Cyborg Soldier, and Me Elmo X, and All everyone else. Regulars. How's everyone doing? Uh, all the regulars. We got Super Dandy, who we mentioned before. But uh, yeah, if you got any questions, now is the time to talk to me and Matt. You have our undivided attention for the next, let's say, 20, 30 minutes. Because <laughs> when we're done here, Matt and I got to go watch Super or uh, Stargirl. Yeah. Which has been just wonderful. It's been, it's been brilliant. Absolutely Man, brilliant. 
Man, like, I hope people who, like, don't normally watch the CW superhero shows don't not watch this because they think it's in the same ballpark because it is not mm-hmm. as its own thing. Yeah. I, I haven't been paying attention because I know that the CW stuff was cutting stuff from the episodes. Like, has anyone, like, found out, like, what they were cutting? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, I was, I, like, I, watching them, like, there's not, like, not really anything here you could really cut. I think a lot of it was time, maybe. Yeah, maybe just shortening scenes or something. Yeah, just shortening scenes for time. I uh, I like in the newest episode uh, with the kid who starts getting jealous that his dad is spending too much time with Stark. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's fun. And also that he's kind of getting an organic relationship with Courtney's mom. I'm like, that's nice, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Uh, Pat Senior asking, any games you're looking forward to? Well, we said Avengers and Cyberpunk, and I mean, how can you not? Yeah, they're like really the only two games that I mean. There's there's one coming out from Devolver Digital, which I have no idea when it's coming out. It's called Carry On, mm. and it's um it's on Steam. It's like how can I explain it? You play as the thing from the movie The Thing, basically, Ooh, and you got to like like absorb people and survive and all that sort of stuff. It looks really cool. That that sounds very much like something that uh, Devolver would do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Cyborg Soldier saying, what DC her- hero who hasn't gotten an animated movie yet would you like to see and what story would you adapt? Uh, oh, there has like to be every- a Batman one. He hasn't gotten much recently. No, I know. It feels like all the main ones have gotten one. Uh, Animal Man. Do anything with Animal Man. I think that would make for a really good movie. Adapt his new 52 stuff if it's easier. Shit, just do Coyote Gospel. I know that might be a little too much and a little too mind-bendy, but I, I want that. I'd like to see more Green Lantern animated movies. Mm, yeah, there's definitely... I know they said forever they wanted to do, like, Sinestro Core War. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have been great. That would be a great, like, two-parter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Senior also thanking me for uh, doing my Doom Patrol reviews. Yeah, I'm glad I got a chance to do that. I enjoy uh, doing television reviews now and basically kind of uh, diversifying my review portfolio and yes people who wanted me to finish uh, my hero academia i'm gonna do that soon too at some point it's <laughs> it's it, it's the final four episodes to make one big video and it's hard to push through on top of everything else mm. hey joel matt what would you like it would you like an animal man book by tom king honestly i'm not gonna lie i think animal man is probably more in tom king's wheelhouse mm-hmm. than a lot of other characters absolutely he's like a sort of disconnected character he's like He's not someone like Batman who has to like kind of rely on continuity all that much. Uh, he has, he's a weirder he character a as well. Yeah, yeah he, he, has, a he has a wife. Yes, and he you know, loves Tom his Kling wife. Loves, loves talking about wives. His wife specifically. <laughs> uh, what else we got going here? I've been curious about the whole sequel era possibly being retconned out of canon. What do you guys think? That Dude, don't won't fucking believe, believe that. That's a load of bullshit. That's, that, Who that in their right st- mind would believe that? That got started on Cosmic Book News. That's such wishful thinking bullshit from people who's like, why are you even thinking that? I, I don't, the amount of people that believe that as well was just staggering. Like, no, they're not going to get rid of these movies they've just made. Mm hmm. Jaden favorite persona game i played three uh three first like the remake of three or the extension to three so that one always kind of has a special place in my heart i still uh hum burn my dread sometimes i've only played half of uh five and i, I need to go back and play that that's one of the games i want to try and finish this year yeah i i also much like you got right to the end and never finished it i know what happens but i got right yeah. to the end uh 
Best and worst game uh, you ever play or remember playing from childhood. Man, again, I feel like I should research that one. Do you, do you remember 25 to Life? That was a pretty bad one. I picked that one up. Because so, yeah. that was, like, in the era of San Andreas when, like, everything was trying to be, like, everything. an open-world gangster game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, it was bad. That that might be the worst one I've ever played where it's like, this feels genuinely unfinished. Yeah, there was that, there was that, that 50 Cent one where him and his rap crew went and killed terrorists for some reason yeah oh yeah although apparently the sequel blood on the sands is actually much more fun than the first one <laughs> uh dog asked there i guess immortal hulk is ending with issue 50 who would you want to work on the hulk next i think we talked about this before and honestly i don't think anyone should be on it for a while after yeah. if they do they have to do it completely different from from that so like you've got to make it like a fun action book or something yeah, I think uh, I, I think Hulk needs to go away long enough uh, for us to miss him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ne- he just needs to be on like maybe just bring him back on the Avengers or something, and then that's it. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk has a question too, which is funny. It's like Kirk, you could write me anytime, and I'd answer your question. But sure, <laughs> uh, really enjoyed Tom Taylor's out of continuity stories and him writing overall. Who do you feel DC hasn't uh, given him any flagship tasks? Yeah, that's really weird, Kirk. Matt and I have been talking about this. I wonder, is is it because he's Australian, Matt? Are they prejudiced because he doesn't well, live or work here? He's not exclusive to DC. Also that because he's doing he's doing Marvel stuff, so that it could be that but it also yeah it could be because he can't just you know whip into the dc offices or something you know it it could just be yeah he's australian (laughs) i i would say it's a combination of that that he does he's not based out of america and because he's not exclusive they don't want to trust him with any of the big stuff yet because he could still fuck off and go work for marvel if they said like oh hey bring back x-men red or hey go write the new x-23 book Mm -hmm. yeah uh, uh Jaden ever played the Yakuza games? Yes, almost all of them. Mm-hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan again, of the Yakuza More series. games I want to start is Yakuza Kiwami. I've got Yakuza Kiwami and Yakuza Zero. zero. I think I got Zero, yeah. yeah. I got two of them. I, I played Yakuza 1 on the PS2 with the bad English dub. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite bad dubs because Bill Farmer, the man who plays Goofy plays like a hard-bitten detective and he swears and says fuck a lot and he's trying really hard to play against type but it's really obvious that he's goofy oh it'd be even better if there was like a goofy mode where he did all the dialogue in goofy's voice the the tojo clan is being broken up again and like and they took my ex hostage How's, how's my goofy everyone rate my goofy <laughs> do you have my money damien <laughs> uh what else do we got going on here uh yes i would also very much like to see uh tom taylor write a green era black canary book just do anything with green Arrow. i can't believe they took him off the table and no one cares yeah well he might be getting stuff soon so you know with with a vent leviathan seemingly just not fucking doing anything so let me let, 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 let me ask you this. What was in the box, Matt? What was in the fucking box that was so important? <laughs> if that ends up coming back, I, I swear I'll I'll never say anything bad about Scott Snyder. <laughs> if That's, that ends up that, like somehow like being like the, the, the Deus Ex Machina in the end of fucking de- uh, death metal, then fucking fucking hell. <laughs> Has anyone I, I asked him cheer. that? Has anyone asked him like what's in that box? 
No, I don't think anyone has asked him. He's going to be in that sure. DC fandom thing. We we got to spam his like his mentions with that. <laughs> spam the chat. What's in the box? What's in the box? Because it was obviously something like extremely powerful. <laughs> yes, that was supposed to be like the failsafe for the Justice League until it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to find uh, ooh, out that that's good. how they like got into the Death Metal world? Like that was him opening the box uh. in like the, the the last minute or something. <laughs> It was it was a it was a tear from Doctor Manhattan. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was Martian Manhunter's dirty laundry. Oh, sorry, Ollie. I just wanted you to feel important. <laughs> sorry. Uh, here's a good one uh, from Cyborg Soldier. Favorite guilty pleasure song. Well, I don't think I have any of them. Yeah, I I I, I, I don't have a good taste in music, but I'm very uh, I'm very unguilty about my taste. And I mean, I guess. I'll say after I watched uh, season two of Mike Judd's uh, Twisted Tales from the Tour Bus, which is a really great show. Season one is all about country music. Season two is all about funk music. And, like, he animates crazy band stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say I have a better respect for country music now than I ever have been before. Like, Waylon Jennings and shit where it's like, yeah, man, outlaw country. When country was also kind of rock. Interesting. (laughs) And they tell, like, crazy stories where it's like, yeah, and then Wailing Jennings blew up a barn. Why? Because. <laughs> fuck you, could. that's why. Because he <laughs> goddamn could. And they were all doing coke and waving guns around and everything. And I, and I think he tried to kill Buddy Holly one time. I was like, oh, I never liked that Buddy Holly guy. I'm going to run him down. No, nah, not today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm down with that. I'm, I'm down with rock stars behaving badly. But I'm dum uh, yeah, a- anything else from anyone uh, while you still have our attention? We still got 26 people here, which is pretty good because this show gets a late well, start sometimes. Well, we didn't have it in the in, in the news thing, but did you hear that, that rumor that like uh, Superman's going to be leading the authority? Oh, yeah. From you is where I heard it from. <laughs> yeah, there's like, a, there's like a, a rumor. I, I'm not sure where it comes from, but apparently he's going to be leading the authority like at some point down the line. See, that sounds like wishful fan thinking because it means that DC would actually be willing to do something with the authority in the main universe <laughs> again, which we know ain't fucking happening. That's the, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's like, mm, I don't think that's going to be happening anytime soon. But then at the other side of that, I'm like, I really hope that happens because if you, if you tell the right story with that, that could be so fucking good. They could, because it's like, they, they tried with the authority when the New 52 started. They put Martian Manhunter on the authority, and mm-hmm. I actually thought that was a well, pretty that, that's interesting Well, that's where idea. that sort of, like, kind of comes into, because remember, at the start of Bendis' run, Martian Manhunter keeps talking, was, like, talking to him, like, weirdly mm. about, oh, you got to lead the Earth and be the authority and all that sort of stuff. Which, then again, too, you know, you have to wonder, well, what will that mean for Midnighter and especially Apollo? It's like, uh, but I am the Superman of this team. I'm literally yeah. supposed well, to be you. See, that's the thing that you could do like a really cool story about like a team that that Superman wants to lead and help, but they're like not interested and won't like bow to him, even though he wouldn't want them to bow to him. They won't. He won't like. They won't toe the line with him, and they'll still like Midnight will still be fucking up people and killing people and whatnot. While Superman's there yeah. trying to tell him not to, and he's like, "Fuck you." Please don't. I mean, hey, if it gets me more Midnighter, I'm I'm down for that. Absolutely. Uh, super. <laughs> super dandy asking uh what uh what when do you guys think an event uh jumps the shark i mean really it's an event by event basis Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean i, I again you know I, and th- this is not for everyone 
But when time travel gets introduced or clones... When time travel gets introduced at, like, the last minute, like, it's like a... Like, it's never been mentioned in the story before, and then suddenly, oh, we can now time travel and do all of this stuff that we should have done before that event happened. Oh, Space Lord also with a correction. That was that was Stormwatch, not the Authority, you're right. Yeah, that are basically the same. Yeah, I mean, the naming conventions and everything. Yeah, that's right. Fair enough. I mean, if Superman was on the Authority, do you think it would just be Authority characters? Uh, or do you think he would, like, uh, put some other people on there? That's what I was wondering, too. Would it be Authority in name only? Mm. Yeah. Again, you know you know what would have been perfect for that? When Lex Luthor was a bad guy, he should have started the Authority. Or when he was a good guy mm-hmm. and still, like, half in, half out of the Justice League, he should have started a new version of the Authority. You know, you could actually spin this out of, like, the Suicide Squad stuff. Where it's yeah. like, we're going to disband the Suicide Squad. And like what you were saying last week, have Floyd lead the team and they become the new Authority. Ooh, because it's a good name. Yeah. Uh, Crusader Khan saying, sub guys, just back from my new job, what I miss. Uh, not much. We're actually winding down the show because there was no new topics this week. But if you have a question, now's the time to get in there. Yeah, you missed us talking about aliens and predators and jizz whalers. Jizz. And- <laughs> so, like half this show was just jizz talk. <laughs> it's it's going to be a great classic, I can tell, when Stank Sinatra edits up our best of the year for december surely many excerpts from this show will be in there filled with jizz just so much of it <laughs> uh no i didn't hear about that passing actually kim dog yeah yeah he passed oh that's unfortunate Ooh, uh space lord with a good one here uh, what do you guys think about the zatanna movie in development could work because at least it's fucking different than anything else but how many times can we see a batman or superman movie Time to start giving people different shit. I mean, that, I think, has always been the secret ingredient to Marvel's success. And that is like, okay, you didn't like Thor? Well, here's Doctor Strange. You didn't like that? Here's Black Panther. Everything is different, and there's always something new. Yeah, everything has a different feel to it and tone to it. Like, like comic books have different feels mm-hmm. and tones to it. Nothing. It's not all the same throughout. Yeah, it's the same universe, but it all feels very, very different. Oh, you know Conan versus Predator is going to be a thing there, Kim Da, almost certainly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's just a given. Especially, uh, and they're, they're probably going to draw Conan exactly like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm, again, every idea you have, every cool thing you hope they do with the Alien and Predator, they're going to do in charge of three ninety nine for it. <laughs> uh, Black Panther versus the Predator again. In Wakanda, in the jungle, he's fighting it out with the Predator, right? I'd there. actually Ooh. rather see him fight the alien. Like, there's an infestation in Wakanda, ah, and they they threaten, and they they end up oh they end up eating the heart shaped herb, and like oh, they they no. gain the powers and stuff. And oh no! And then they go to the Panther Spirit World, and they start eating the yes. ghosts of Panthers. <laughs> yes. <past>. Again, see <laughs> any idea you have is fucking dope. <laughs> And then they, they eat a spider person, and now they can shoot webs and swing around. And we oh, do Spider fuck. Island too, but it's Alien Island. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, really. It, it only got worse. Ooh, and then someone gets bitten by a radioactive alien, and then they have alien powers now. They can spit acid. <laughs> a Spacer, Guardians of the Galaxy was the first one uh, that they teased that the alien would be fighting. 
<laughs> Wolverine versus the Predator again. That's a go-to. Which actually, that'll be interesting because that'll mean the Predator will have fought, or the Alien at least will have fought uh, both Marvel characters and DC characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, as well as it was kind of like a fun, like a fun jab at it, but I think in like a. I think it was either a Predator or an Alien vs. Predator book. There's like a wall of trophies and one of them, or two of them, one of them is Wolverine and the other one is Cyclops. And then there's like Uh Batman and all these other ones. Well, Super Dandy, I don't know if you can get that Godzilla crossover, but you can definitely have him fight Ultraman. I I want Godzilla to fight Marvel. Just bring back that, what what was that kaiju thing? U.S. kaiju Um, or something? American kaiju. Yeah, yeah, bring him back. Yeah, that he just shouted patriotic slogans over and over again. Uh, And on that note, everyone, I think we can bring the show to a close. Once we've actually unironically brought up American Kaiju, I think there's going to be no top in that. That's that's where the show's got in. So again, thank you everyone for coming out, hanging out with us, asking questions. Sorry, it wasn't as long as it normally was, but again, hey, no one really put out books this week. (laughs) No, no, next week's a little bit bigger. Yeah, next week will be bigger and better with blackjack and hookers, and it'll smell like lemon. <laughs> because why not? Uh, also, again, be sure to check out Matt on his channel in Fortress of Solitude. I am, as always, over on Cape Joel. Hey, go check Kurt out. Uh, Kirk uh, streams, too, and he's also uh, part of the D20 Degenerates over on Capes and Quest, which we will be back again this Thursday, hopefully, over on my own channel. So get ready for that. Uh, in fact, ooh, I'm putting up a new episode uh, tomorrow, so you'll nice. be getting another extra-long podcast of Capes and Quest. And this this is, this is might be the funniest one yet. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is just gut-busting. Everyone's on their A-game. Oh, it's <laughs> funny. It's good shit. I promise you're going to like it. So uh, thank you, everyone, for coming out and watching. And be sure to uh, join us again uh, next Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we'll be doing more uh, of the comic multiverse. Absolutely. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Bye-bye.